What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 37 of the Content Cube. I'm Brian Woods. I am Jake Mosier. I am Zach Hohenstein. Yeah, so your audio's good, Zach. Uh, this week, <laughs> we didn't watch a film because they're bad, uh, as as Jake and Zach's rankings of all the Nolan films will tell you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think we'll have an absence of things to talk about, weirdly. I, I, going in, going in, up until about uh, 12.02 uh, last <laughs> night, I was thinking, man, we're not going to have a lot to talk about, but Microsoft pulled through for me. And, you know, Mulan sucked, and that's always fun. Was it, uh, what was his name? Brad's, Brad's Deals? Yeah, Who Brad's was- Deals. He hit me with the, uh, the Xbox speaker, yeah. Kate, what's your opinion? Because I think that thing is ugly as fuck. Uh, it looks like absolute dog shit, but I mean, like, I don't know why it looks like that. I just don't. I mean. It, it, does it, could it be a possibility that the way they designed it reduces the price? I can't no, imagine yeah, it costs no. that much more to fix I mean, it. absolutely. It's just, they're just venting it. But for some reason, they painted the vent black. <laughs> and so it looks like a big speaker or like a USB stick. Zach, did you see this? The the Xbox stuff? Yeah. I mean, I saw the price was released. Yeah, yeah so that, it's... I mean, it seems kind of affordable, I guess. I mean, it seems cheaper than what the rumors I saw for PS5. Oh, but but Zach, you're looking at the cheaper model. Uh, the big one's still going to be like $500. Uh, this is like the... Uh, when the iPhone 11 came out, but then they also had the thing called like the iPhone SE. Yeah. Which was like, yeah. yeah. Man, I remember when I was hot shit when I got the fucking XS Max iPhone. And like, (laughs) you know, I enjoyed those like four or five months where I had the newest iPhone and then they, you know, then their bi-yearly fucking new iPhone came out and I was left in the dust. Yeah. Three new cameras, three cameras on this, like on these new iPhones. Like I can't compete with that. I think I have three cameras on my, on my Samsung. It's insane. It's three goddamn cameras for what purpose? Uh, I have one. So, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they got leaked and then they announced it. Um, they only confirmed the price for the little guy, the one, the Xbox series S, which is Yes, which is truly wild because it, it still feels kind of like a fuck you to PlayStation in that, hey, you still don't know what we're going to do for that, so you're going to have to keep pushing it off. Uh, yeah, I think the answer for like the PlayStation is that they're going to do the same thing. Uh, I think they're going to price match them at the Series X PlayStation 5. Like They're going to yeah. price match there and then get them with the $300 like, undercut for the little guy. Uh, and I think that's a great move. The financing plans are really smart, too. Like... Uh, Zach, I know you're not getting an Xbox, because I don't know, why would you? Uh, when you should probably just get a Correct. PS5. I mean, who Correct. doesn't want just a nice piece of modern art sitting in their living room? <laughs> Man, what a piece of shit. Whatever. Um, but, uh, so Zach, the Xbox is going to have a financing plan of like, uh, and it's not a rent. It's like, uh, I think it's $35 a month. Yeah. Mm. To like rent it, like pay as you go. And that comes with... Uh, that comes with Xbox Live and Game Pass, and you know Game Pass is like their Netflix thing. But if PlayStation Five was announced for five hundred dollars, would you do a like thirty dollars a month thing instead of five hundred dollars all at once? Um, you know, logically that I should—that's probably the option I should take. Um, but me, the way my mind works, uh, I'm a big—I'm a big fan of just get it done, you know, yeah. and then just wallow in your misery. So I mean, I would just—I'd probably 
knowing me and like my stupid financial decisions that I make, I'd probably just pay for it all at once and just subtract half of my current net worth and then just live with that. Yeah, I mean, like the the dopamine doesn't hit if you're not spending a ton of money, you know. Yeah, I, it feels like I haven't earned this yet. If I'm like playing it yeah. and I've only paid for thirty five dollars of the five hundred yeah. plus dollars that I just like that I'm going to have to spend on it. The dopamine definitely does decrease when you are playing your system and realize you still have to pay however much money. Yeah, but I think um, that's a really good option for these uh, trying times. For these trying times. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the things because they, I mean, I think it is quite funny just how it worked out that someone leaked it and then Xbox realized, shoot, we can't really do anything, so we're just going to release all of the information. Um, and They released the specific specs and what it does. At first, I was wondering how can they price, why would they come up with a system that's priced cheaper when it basically just seems like the Xbox One X rebranded, but I guess it is, it's different in that resolution wise it's low and that like loading times it's fast well I, i've i've heard that a lot of developers are very impressed with it I mean, it's definitely going to be better than an x like a series of that is than a one x yeah 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 names trip me up uh but it's gonna be better than their current best xbox one um but i mean it's designed to sell game pass subscriptions i think i mean yeah, they, I they mean, want they want people in on that service i'm in on it which i'll talk about later um but I yeah. got my brother in on it. I bought that was my birthday gift to him. He's building a PC, and I'm buying him a year subscription of Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, no, I mean Game Pass is really it's really good, and I think them building a machine to kind of do that is a good move. And they have their uh, when's their game when's their cloud streaming stuff coming out? I think it's already out. Phil Spencer himself sent me an email about it today, but I was watching Train to Busan, so I didn't like open it. <laughs> Uh, oh. So I assume it's coming out in like a week. Um, but I mean, yeah. I, I, discussion? Yeah, we, <laughs> we should talk about that. Busan discussion? Yeah, I, I'm down to do that. Uh, yeah, I was watching it just prior. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was a beta testing their cloud stuff for phones. Did it work? It, it works incredibly well. It works surprisingly well for like, I, I, not even for what it is. I mean, I'm like, oh, I can just play some of these games like normally. I think like Halo was a little iffy. I mean, first-person shooters and stuff. I was just not, yeah, entirely vibing with. But for like uh, Bloodstains uh, and Forza, it like worked. Like it definitely did, worked. And I did was. Did you very ever impressed. try Stadia? No, I, I can't. Cause uh, I, I, how do you even fucking try Stadia? It's like I, I can't do it on my computer. Uh, I can't connect my. I might try Stadia now that I think about. It. I think I have all the parts required, especially now that it's free. I guess. Yeah, I got, I would say, an email once a week pretty much across the whole summer for Google telling me, you have, like, three free months of our gold subscription. I never signed up. I heard there was that one game that was for, that was kind of cool, the creation thing. Oh, yeah. Creaty or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm very interested to see what Xbox is going to do. Uh, I think they're still holding out, like, they're just going to price match Sony. I mean, I can't imagine PS5 being over 500. Well, I can't. I actually can't. I could I could see it being 600, but I think they're just going to price match them there and undercut them on the Cuz honestly, like there's no big reason to do the under like smaller thing if yeah. you're not price matching them. Cuz if you're already if you're already undercutting them on your base console, then I don't no, see the yeah. point. Yeah. It, it- it will be the same. I the Series X will be the same if not more than the PS5, but I think it will be the same. What do you think 
PS5's digital thing is going to be priced at? $50 less. Okay. Their that, their no their discless version. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I guess. Which you know, I've never bought a PS5 game. I've never touched one. Actually, that's not true. Uh, when I got back into Final Fantasy 14, I bought the Shadowbringers DLC because <laughs> it was on sale on Amazon and it came as a disc, but the disc didn't do anything. So I do Just have a single PS5 disc in my home. Uh but I'm still gonna get the disc version just so I can use it as like a Blu-ray player yeah, on the yeah. PS5. Yeah. Even though the discless player? version, you mean a 4K player, Brian? That Ultra HD, the the 8K Blu-rays, the 8K They're Blu-rays. So crisp. So crisp. <laughs> Zach, if you buy a PS5 that functions to run 4K DVDs, are you gonna have to replace your entire Blu-ray collection with more expensive movies? Bro, I've you been fucking better. 4, I've been anticipating this. I've been buying 4K discs for the past three years. I but, can't wait yeah. to gift you my, uh, an $125 Harry Potter box set to replace <laughs> your just Blu-ray one, your measly, Dude. lame Blu-ray set. We've been sleeping on Harry Potter, let me tell you. Uh, I started yeah. finally busting that bad boy open. <laughs> I've watched three Harry Potters on? in the past week. I'm on Goblet of Fire. You're Rank them for me. Rank the three okay. you've watched. One, okay, well, yeah, okay. Let me let me let me preface something. We are not sleeping on Chamber of Secrets. I think we we had the perfect amount of sleep <laughs> on Chamber of Secrets. The movie is not that good. A lot of nostalgia made. I mean, I enjoyed it. A lot of nostalgia with it because it's probably the one I watched the most because it's like the one I owned as a kid on VHS. Um, it's got the big snake. Big snake. It's got the big spiders and it's got the big dick energy big from Hagrid. It's what you want. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, it's really quotable, but I think it's only because I've seen it so many times. It's just got so much stupid shit. I mean, they, spoilers for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. They beat the bad guy by stabbing a diary. Uh, that's how the <laughs> yeah. conflict is resolved. So, I mean, I don't know. It's got some issues. But uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, fucking fire. That's heat. That's a heater Prisoner right there, dude. Azkaban that's when it's like heat. From the director of Roma. Dude, I... I Hot take? You want to hear a hot take early in the cube? This is why we got this podcast for hot takes. Prisoner of Azkaban <laughs> is better than Roma. Yeah, that's right, Francisco <laughs> I don't, Melendez. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand by that one. I, I think 50 minutes of Prisoner of Azkaban mm-hmm. with like the time travel shit and the serious black actually like showing up and like with Lupin revealing who he is and Peter Pettigrew not being a rat anymore and you know all that's fucking awesome. Like it's really cool. So I'm, I'm. That's really enjoyable. That's that's. So that's easily better than the first two for me. When when you brought up hot takes, I think it has to mention. I hadn't checked our group chat today, and I come in to see the hottest take. Not really, but I agree with it. Very weird take. Uh, I just see a message that says the Crudes better than Joker, which well, is just. <laughs> it was bizarre. a combination. It was a combination of. Um, of a couple conversations going on at the same time. Francisco Melendez and I are both in a screenwriting class and we got put into breakout rooms on the zoom call and, uh, I could not resist the uh, worst setting, setting Francisco up and being like, Hey, you know what Francisco's favorite movie is? And like the other zoom call participants, <laughs> uh, were like, what? I was like, Joker. Uh, and then, that, <laughs> so I got to watch that unfold, but, and then John Romer, the other person in the group chat, was talking about the Crudes. So it became, that's where the comparison came from. <laughs> Crudes, we can, uh, you know, we were talking about objective art earlier. This is pretty objective, that Crudes is better than Joker. Uh, yeah, I I'm mean. I'm going to have to go ahead the, and say that. Brian, how is the Harry Potter class going? Speaking I was actually Potter. about to, I, I had the thought in my head, I'm like, this is the perfect time. 
<laughs> for the Harry Potter religious studies update. Uh, and then I forgot, and now you've reminded me. Um, it's fine. It's going. Uh, some stuff bugs me about it, for sure, because there was an assignment where I had to write a page, right? And you'd think, that's not hard to do, right? It's a fucking page, double-spaced, 12-point <laughs> font. It's not hard. But it's asking me, what do you know about Harry Potter, and what do you hope to learn? And, buddy, I could list you the fucking books, right? I can, I can, I can fill space. But I don't need, I can't need a page to fucking, what do I say? What do I say for a fucking page? Are you page? still on this uh, page, I know, bro. this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Because that's what this is going to be. Do you want me to write the paper, bro? You were talking about what do you last know? week. It's not hard. It's, I, I, I'm bad at bullshitting. That's what I wrote in the, that's what I wrote in the paper. paper. I said, Dude, I, I got to the halfway point and I'm like, spaced. Dude, no, I, I got to the halfway point, like halfway down the page, and I said, listen, I can give you plot points, but come on, let's not. I, I've watched the movies, I've read the books, I haven't seen The Cursed Child or the other movies. Let's just leave it at that, Chief. And I, I hope to learn about separation of art from the artist and all this shit. I can't <laughs> give you a fucking page. Then it asked me, then it asked me the most clown-ass take, shit take, anyone that has any nuanced opinion on this. Based on the first book, mm. are the Dudleys evil? And the answer is yes. Just the first book. Just the first book. No later knowledge. Are the Dudleys evil? And the you know answer is a straight yes. You know what's it's a hard yes. That? You don't what? you don't get the nuance till Chamber of Secrets, but it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> so you got Harry you got Harry in the broom closet, right, or whatever for his room. Yeah, he's and then the he's in a fucking one, closet. He's under the and stairs. In the second one, Chamber of Secrets. He has his own room, and they're like, "Yeah, we even gave you Dudley's second room." So he was in. He was in a broom yeah. closet when there was an extra room the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they're they're like, as time... In Chamber of Secrets, they're even worse, almost. Like, just from that. And, like, to have a take, any take at all, where you're telling me that the Dudleys are not evil based on just the first book, that's peanut brain shit. That, that get mean, the fuck out of here. That is the most centrist take of all time. You've got a wizard in your house. He's got hijinks. He puts your fucking kid in the snake snake exhibit in the third one harry blows up his sister and lets her float away like yeah. that's i don't think harry's kind of evil then too i mean no it, no he didn't know he was doing was that and they, they were she was a they bitch. were punishing him for that they were punishing for the, him for that long before he put dudley in the snake exhibit long what before a classic moment. okay what a classic moment I, of, of just hijinks, yeah, magical hijinks just Brian, epic magic hijinks if I've learned anything from the last five minutes, is that you have a lot to say about Harry Potter, and I think turns out I fucking do, huh? <laughs> turns out I fucking do. I read these books a long time ago. I'm like, I don't even really even a give a shit about Potter these podcast. books. Just one. Minute. We can do it. I mean, I've been talking to Jake about doing a gaming podcast, but if you guys want to do a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter podcast, we could exclusive. do a uh, just exclusive eight episode in review of the movies. Yeah, Dude, we could do it. That's we could like do all, all the podcasts I've been listening to lately. You do they just take franchises and do a movie an episode? And they just go in depth. I mean, there's nothing else coming out Harry right now Potter besides. Knowledge. What do you mean Disney nothing's movies. coming out? You guys just saw Tenet. Come That's on, true. saw it twice. D- transition. Right? You guys saw Tenet. Wow. Sure I'm did. Great. <laughs> God, Brian, your podcast. You know what else is coming out? Elite. You know, let's get this out of the way. You know what else came out? Mulan. 
Yeah, I guess you should talk about that first. Let's get let's get the ugly out of the way before we can talk about the shiny, confusing one. Um, <laughs> so Mulan, I did not pay thirty dollars to watch it. Let me get that out of the way right now. How did you uh, watch it? I paid five because my brother paid. That's <laughs> his account. Uh, yes. The whole the solidarity among together. the proletariat. Oh, let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> Let's go. The bourgeois at it again. I, uh, <laughs> so I've Venmoed $5 to my brother, and I uh, watched that piece of shit movie. Um, <laughs> you know, didn't I, I thought the trailers looked cool more than some people thought. I thought the trailers looked cool. Um, you know, not a huge fan of Disney remakes, but this one looked different. Uh, and I was excited because it looked different than the original. I'm like, oh, they're not just redoing it. And then it turns out, you know... I kind of wish it wasn't so different. <laughs> I mean, because this was pretty lame. It wasn't. Can funny. we spoil Mulan? It wasn't exciting. Can we spoil Mulan? I mean, people have seen the original. I don't know what I mean, but I mean, I, it's different. Did she get wings? The overall out, can't, she did not get wings. They just did a freaking framing device like Game of Thrones did, and they have a phoenix okay. behind her, and the yeah, it looks like she has wings. It's stupid. Um, okay. Yeah, Mulan, not funny. Action had <laughs> an, some interesting moments, I guess. Uh, the witch character was cool, but the editing was super bad. Um, nothing, nothing really stood out to me with the performances. It was just overall pretty bland, and you know, I don't want to say a waste of my time because like that sounds so conceited and oh, my time is so valuable. It's really not. My time is not valuable. I wasted on all kinds <laughs> of things. Uh, so yeah. Mulan doesn't really like strike a chord with me. Like I'm offended that I watch it, but you know, it's, it just wasn't, wasn't good. I, I saw a clip on Twitter where a person shoots an arrow, another right. individual catches it, tosses it in the air and Mulan spin kicks it into a man. And that made me want to watch the movie more, but I guess you would say no. Oh, Jake he takes again. a large drink of his Red Bull. Jake, I, it just comes down to how much do you yes. value your time, partner. Um, if you have little regard for your time and how you spend it, like I do, watch Mulan, baby. You know, like that's it, you want to be a part of the discourse. I, get after it. But you know, honestly, I read I, your I message. I read your message in the chat in a much more positive tone because I use you as a frame of reference the entire weekend. Every time a family member asks me, oh, do you know anyone that's seen Mulan? And I'd be like, yeah, my friend Zach. What did he think? Like, oh, he didn't love it, but he said the action was cool and he thought it was fun. And I guess, I guess fun it was never not. entered the equation. <laughs> fun never entered the, my, my wording. Uh, <laughs> the witch was cool. I think was the one positive I will always stand. The witch character from the trailers that in the trailer I was like that she looks cool. You know she was cool in the movie. That's the only thing that the trailers really delivered on. Uh, and I guess they they have like obviously it's not a musical. It doesn't have the songs from the original, but it has like musical undertones of the songs, which are effective too. But those are like the only two positives I would take, like with this movie really. Speaking cool. of uh, trailers that did deliver. What'd you think of Tenet, Zach? Oh, okay. Let's get let's get right into it, buddy. Um, can, can I say something about Mulan real quick? Yes, you may. I I, I don't get the people outraged that like I, what what do they get? Special thanks to like I don't know the detention camps where we kill where we kill the uh, they didn't phrase uh, it the like religious that, minority. But I've seen that. Like, <laughs> 
So, so I uh, people are, like mad about that, but like I feel like the lead actress was like, "Yeah, I'd kill the Hong Kong protesters myself with my bare hands." <laughs> like, what, why? Like, why did anyone actually give a shit about this movie? Like, where, where was the line? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'd execute that twelve-year-old myself. Like, I, I just don't get it. I, 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 if people gave a shit about this movie for some reason, even though realism is the de- is the uh, is the death cult end of all art. Uh, what's the next one they're doing? Are they doing a live? What's the li- next live action? It might be Cruella. I don't. Do know. they know? Uh, Cruella. Do they know or are they done with Emma Stone? I'll hit, no, they are not done. I will hit us with a Google. Okay, a thank you. Because I am curious about what they'll do next. Playing Cruella, so it's yeah. not technically a remake cool. of 101 Dalmatians, but you know that's the next one that I know of. Okay, here yeah. is our list. Are we ready? The the mis- her wanting to kill the dogs was a misinterpretation, and this movie will really explore her character. Here we it's go, Brian. Upcoming. I don't think you're ready for how many movies are on this list. Are they live action, though? These are all live action, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool. these are uh, the only one who is affi- the only one that is officially dated is Cruella coming out in May of 2021. But all the movies that have been announced The Little Mermaid, cool. Peter oh, yeah. Pan and Wendy, cool. The Jungle Book sequel. Oh my god. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I'm gonna need that. Pinocchio, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I thought it was Guillermo the del Toro. Un- what happened? Is that something else then? I thought he was doing a Pinocchio uh, movie. He, maybe he's producing it. I'm not sure. Oh man. Um, the sequel to Aladdin, Hunchback. That's the name they're calling the Hunchback of Notre Dame live action. Uh, that sucks ass, dude. That's like the they're worst. Just calling thing it Hunchback. I'd rather yeah. they call Holy it Notre shit, Dame, dude. Like, and then Bambi, Hercules. Bambi's all animals again. I'm not done. Those are just the ones coming out in theatrical. Here are the upcoming Disney Plus ones. The one and only like Ivan. Who could forget? Okay. <laughs> Who could forget? Sword in the Stone. Robin Hood. Who wants another, a Sword in the Stone mo- <laughs> Another untitled Aladdin spinoff. And Lilo and Stitch. What? Yeah. <laughs> that uh then there's rumors. Those are the official ones. There's rumors about a live action Tinkerbell, a live action Prince Charming movie, a Wasn't prequel a... to Aladdin called Genies. Oh. And those are they, that's do it. they that's think the people rundown. liked Aladdin that much? <laughs> Realism Adam is a Holman, fucking death cult. Liked Aladdin? <laughs> Realism is a fucking death cult. Holy shit, dude. I'm so tired of this shit. <laughs> Tinkerbell exactly. was a Scarlet Hey. I uh, no, it's gonna be Reese Witherspoon. Hey, do you uh, want this classic okay. animated film, but looking way worse and more boring? <laughs> cool. I don't, Brian. I don't. I'm gonna warn you that audio that I just did is gonna be real loud because I was real close to my mic to read the Wikipedia page. That's fine, dude. I level you it all, anyways. Good to me, baby. Love to hear um, it. You sounded fine. Um, I mean, I just don't get it. Do people watch these movies? I mean, yeah. I guess I do, but really only so I could bash them. It wouldn't still have credibility yeah, while bashing I mean. them. Was Lion King dog shit? It wasn't dog shit. Yeah, I did not like it. I mean, I didn't love it. It didn't really like it. It was just like, it It was, you know, not fun. Um, Made a ton of money, good. though. It looked good, but it didn't really, I didn't feel care about anything in it, really. It was just pointless. <sighs> okay, I'm glad I got that. I mean, I just don't get it. No. no one does. I just 100% don't get... Like, I, I wonder if it's like a foreign markets thing. 
Like, do they like it? Like, there, there are some things that we just don't understand. Like, and then it turns out, like, China, like, fucking loves live-action adaptations and, I, or I, something. I think the unfortunate fact is no matter how many people don't like it or just like, oh, it's fine, they continue to make a shit ton of money off of them. So until yeah. they start to dip in the box office, which they haven't yet, because both Lion King and Aladdin were fucking huge, they're going to keep doing yeah. it. Though, they've kind of hit all the big movies. They're running out of the ones that are guaranteed moneymakers. So, I don't yeah. know. Sword in the Stone, Disney+. Plus. Lilo and Stitch, Disney+. Plus. Little um, Mermaid's going to look garbage because of the underwater. Stitch is going to look so scuffed, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna look terrible. I'm That's how they're gonna be like the best CG. I'm gonna hate these movies. <laughs> like Stitch is either gonna be like, the, is it just called Stitch or is it called Lilo and Stitch? Lilo and Stitch. Okay, um, like Stitch, the little man is either gonna be like the best CG creature of all time, or like the most atrocious, th- uh, the most atrocious thing. Like we've OG ever, ever Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that, of course. Um, Speaking of live action, <laughs> Tenet, that's real people. <laughs> Let's yeah, fucking go. Christopher Nolan bragged that there's more there's more special effects CGI shots and romantic comedies than there was in Tenet. Which I honestly Wow. I could believe. I didn't see many shots in that movie. I'm like, fake. You know what I mean? Like I was like, that looks like they did that. Yeah, after my Nolan well, rewatch, mean- he does a pretty damn good job of keeping everything pretty non-cgi how many of the shots were just playing things in reverse i mean bro it you say that like it's like bro but when you watch how they had to edit it together it will it there's a okay. shot brian let me it. just say this there's a shot where the middle half of a building gets sucked back into the middle for the top half to explode right when it just gets back in and it's like i don't know i can't even process it but it did you like it? All the pleasure centers that you that that I would I would describe it. It, the dopamine, the serotonin. I don't know all these things. I don't know what they mean, but I know they mean good feelings. I got all <laughs> watching some of these good movies. vibes. They mean good vibes. <laughs> all the good vibes watching some of these tenancy. It's like I don't know. What, I saw it twice. First time, I don't know what's happening, and then I really didn't know what was happening, uh, but I liked all of what was happening. Uh, and then I saw it again, and I think I jumped from like 35% understanding to like 85. So I think I'm probably higher on the movie now than Jake is. Uh, but it's yeah, I'm a I'm definitely a big fan of Tenet. Um, it's it the action was really fucking cool. Uh, what sounds stupid in the trailer ends up like the time inversion thing. I think it's actually really cool once you see the movie, like the idea of it. Um, and it's, I think it's more than a gimmick. Obviously it carries the movie. It's not like, Oh, it's a spy movie. Also they can do this. It's like, that is the plot of the movie. Cause the bad guys, I like plot is completely tied to it. Like entirely. Um, it's, I, uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Jake, what did you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, I think I need to preface first. I saw this movie in a drive-in theater, which uh, was very fun. We went after my brother and sister's birthday celebration. Um, it's in Bellevue, Illinois, which I you just Skyview. picture when you picture a drive-in. Skyview. What? Yeah, Skyview. What area? Don't answer Zach because you've been there, Brian. When you picture a drive-in movie theater, what do you picture the surroundings to be like? I'm thinking, I'm thinking fields. You know, I'm thinking there's nothing. I'm thinking, wow, this is this is nighttime. Well, I'm thinking uh, there's nothing around me. 
if you're thinking uh, Skyview, you're thinking of Schnooks. There's a, right <laughs> just there. a Schnooks right <laughs> next to it and right neighborhoods there. and it's very odd. Um, but it didn't affect the viewing experience. What did affect the viewing experience, uh, Nolan didn't want this movie to be heard on a radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's I I put it in my letterbox review. I had a lot of issues with the audio, half because I was watching it at the drive-in, half because the mixing, Zach, you saw it Not in Not great. Mixing wasn't awesome, okay. but also their accents are really thick, so maybe British people are just yes. better attuned at, like, recognizing British accents, but, like, Christopher Nolan's British. Boy, so go. I mean, there are a few lines that I missed that I picked up on better the second time I saw it, but, yeah, the sound mixing, not phenomenal. No. So my experience was hindered. I liked it. I definitely liked this movie. I hadn't seen a movie, a new movie in theaters in a hot minute. Um, so it was it hit all the pleasure centers, as Zach said. Um, there visually, I mean, some pretty dope stuff. The lack, the minimal use of CGI definitely makes all that stuff hit harder. Some really cool concepts, though. My biggest issue with this movie is. Christopher Nolan's biggest critique he gets is that he focuses really heavy on a gimmick and not too much on heart and characters. He doesn't yeah. care too much about driving you emotionally. And I would disagree with that for some of his other movies. I think the Miles stuff works in Inception. I think all mm-hmm. of the emotional beats hit actually really hard for me in Interstellar. This movie, well, yes, I was inhibited by my lack of ability to hear the dialogue Um it doesn't work emotionally. He tries to do some stuff with the, uh, like, girl, f- girlfriend, wife character. That doesn't work. None of the characters are all that all that well-developed. But I didn't really care all that much because that's not what I'm seeing the movie for. I'm seeing the movie to see this cool sci-fi dope shit. And that sci-fi shit was, in fact, dope. So, yeah. yeah. I'd say Can- the most developed character is, honestly, the, the villain, uh, Kenneth Kenneth Branagh, Branagh, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Chamber of Secrets, Gilderoy Lockhart, we're gonna call him. Uh, the same <laughs> okay. actor. Um, this one is better than Chamber of Secrets. I can confirm. Um, but <laughs> they do not beat him by Every, everything. Diary. Everything gets put on the Chamber of Secrets score. <laughs> can we spoil Tenet? I will cut myself in immediately after saying this yet i don't think if we are can let's not we do it yet because i guess most people have not seen it no one's fucking seen this movie you, you either had <laughs> the, the nuts to fucking go out there and into the movie theaters and or die. you sat here cowering and you will for the next six months the i Brian, my life and this. limb to see this film twice i if sat Zach, there in a, with a mask for three hours and i i enjoyed every Zach second walked, of it if zach walked in and got super sick we could just put him in a turnstile put him through the reverse and it would just reverse out of him i think yes <laughs> okay so i have one major question about tenet uh and audience you can safely skip forward a minute from now uh and we will no longer be talking about it uh for a while i heard like fan theories and they may have been jokes but is this movie about going back in time and stopping 9-11 no no. No. Okay, forget Come it. On. Okay. No. Okay, whatever. We have about we have about 45 seconds to fill until they're back. Uh, you know, Tenet, I, I thought it was about going back in time and stopping 9-11. Turn, turns out it's not. It is about... And I thought which, that would have uh, been funny. I, not funny. I think, it it, it would have been very fascinating. I'm going to so take you thought, seconds. So you thought when, in the trailer when she was like, uh, oh, we're stopping World War Three, and he's like, nuclear holocaust. And he's like, she's like, no, something worse. 
you thought 9/11 was something worse than was the I personally don't think it's worse. I personally I personally don't think 9/11 is worse than the Holocaust, a, per, a a nuclear holocaust, a hypothetical one. I personally don't uh but I feel like someone like Christopher Nolan might have that kind of take. Well, you see, you know, I, I felt I felt that was a, I felt like that was a Hollywood take to have. You know what I mean? I, I felt like it was highly possible to prevent another nine eleven. All they got to do is reelect Donald Trump, according to Osama bin Laden's niece. You know, so I mean, yes, that, that's, yeah, that's I mean, an easy that's just, solution. Obviously, I, yeah. I would like to say now that we're a minute forward, anyone who skipped ahead, you can now go back to where you were. Nothing was spoiled. You can listen to Brian's very. All you need question. to know is what the movie isn't about. And <laughs> it's not about nine eleven. <laughs> not <laughs> um b- back to the movie's plot because i think it is important to bring up now that you asked what it was about uh i was able to deduct from the visuals what was happening but due to uh the time it, the time mechanics and the uh audio issues i didn't really know what was happening beat by beat with the plot i finished the movie and me and my girlfriend read a like a very thorough article covering everything that happened with the plot and it was very very much needed i am in the same camp as zach in which i would really really like to re-see this movie um because a lot of things would make a lot more sense like the whole i mean i don't think this is a spoiler the general plot which i didn't know until i read it is that and it's oh, that's man, a really kind of cool idea i loved that idea yeah, that that was yeah, what I did. Dope. That was what that was part of the thirty five percent that I got the first time. I was able to get. <laughs> Do get I have that to bleep this the... out? That that seems like a spoiler. I I mean, I mean it's kind of just the plot of the movie. Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's a spoiler. I mean at this point, fuck it. Just no. If you haven't seen Tenet, don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, fuck you. No, 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 no. You will not proceed. Because we just did this whole bit where we didn't spoil the movie. And you will not proceed, sir. <laughs> we won't spoil it. I don't think okay. that's a spoiler. I think I'll be bleeping it anyways. Okay. Just to be right, safe. Because okay. I didn't know, and that sounds epic. It is epic. It is epic. epic. <laughs> it's epic as hell. It's the best <laughs> idea he's ever had in one of his movies. Um, but, um, yeah. I mean, I agree with Jake. The emotion doesn't hit. Uh, you know, it's like an early James Bond. I would say it's like a James Bond movie. Uh, but not yeah. like the Daniel Craig ones, because those do try to have some emotion in them, at least Casino Royale and Spectre and um, Skyfall, I mean. Um, but like maybe like an earlier one where it's pretty much just all sh- 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 like shiny and sleek on the surface uh, with like cool action and stuff, and it's fun and whatever. It's like that. Um, not a lot of emotion, even though he tries a bit with the wife character, yeah. Um, John David Washington... Uh, you know, he's charismatic, but not like super charismatic or anything. He's cool. Robert Pattinson's cool. No one in it's like, wow, they're great. You know, Kenneth yeah, say, I, a good no bad one, guy. I Michael didn't come King out of the movie scene. thinking, I'm glad he was in there. I didn't come out of the movie thinking, wow, like, wow, that performance was incredible, but no one disappointed me. I think no. everyone did a, a fine job, but I don't think Nolan gave them much to work with character wise. And that's, that's fine. I, I again, it's not really what I think he ever aims for. I think it is secondary to his his time gimmick. Yeah, I mean, the things I do respect from the actors, like I see, I saw a behind the scenes video of John David Washington choreographing yes. a fight forwards and backwards, and I'm like, that okay, that is impressive. So I'm impressed that you did that. That's really fucking cool, and that scene is pretty awesome. 
Like, yeah, the, so the stuff like that, the set action pieces, scenes, it's all really cool. The set pieces are, I, every single big set piece, I think, succeeds in what it wants to do. It it feels different than any other blockbuster I've seen. Um, visually, it's very cool to look at. Um, one thing I want to note, I was kind of disappointed Hans Zimmer wasn't going to be scoring this movie because he is my like my arguably my favorite part about almost every Nolan film. I think he nails it every time. Um, and the person who did this one was Ludwig Gorenson, who did Black Panther. Um, he does New Girl. He's done some other movies. Produced um, Awaken My but Love. He knocked it, yeah, he, yeah, he knocked it out of the park. Um, he kind of, not copies Hans Zimmer, but definitely follows in similar it, steps it with felt, the loud droning. Like yeah, it felt like a Nolan yeah. movie. So. Yeah, the Honestly, this is the most egregious in the noise. It oh, repeats man. it kind of excessively. It does that with the bad it, guy a lot. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, so. but it he he kind of adds in some hip hop as a stretch, but some of the some of the score kind of feels industrial industrial yeah, hip hop, which I is. fucked with. Yeah, it's the score is great. Um, that was the one thing that I that did work for the sound, even though the sound mixing wasn't great. I could sure fucking hear the droney noises, and I loved it. You know who fucking went off with this movie? Editor Jennifer Lame. It's her name. <laughs> She must have been. She got handed this this raw footage of like things getting blown up forward and whatever, and she's got to fucking put it backwards, forwards, and different ways that make it make sense. Uh, like Christopher Nolan apparently told her is like this is gonna be the hardest movie to edit of all time. So like good luck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think she fucking killed it because these action yeah. scenes are like really really cool. And you know you watch a movie like this, and then you watch Disney's Mulan, and you realize. <laughs> that- <laughs> That some people are just made to edit action scenes, and some just, I guess, aren't. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw the arrow scene that we discussed earlier, Milan. I'm like, that looks like shit, dude. <laughs> it was, it was. That was an accurate description. Zach is correct. Props to her because Nolan. Another thing he struggles with in a lot of his movies are action and yes. fight scenes specifically. Yeah, I think early choreography, on. especially early yeah. on in his career. Yeah. <clears throat> Batman Begins. Um, that Rough. movie's fight scenes are pretty fucking bad. Uh, the choreography is usually pretty weak, and the editing is usually really hectic so that you can't tell what's going on. And she definitely uh, pulled it together so that it, it doesn't feel like he's hiding so he can get away with what he wasn't able to do. It's pretty it's pretty open and obvious what's happening. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, and for a movie that's... It, you kind of have to be with what like its concept, and they kind of nail it with that. I mean, one one thing, one cool thing I want to get like make sure I say about this movie is, like, I don't... I'm sure like movies like Endgame, obviously with all the fanfare, probably surpass it in this sense. But like, in terms of like being excited to talk about the movie after with the people you saw it with, I saw it with my roommates, and we came out like all like holy shit, like we got to like talk about it, and like we had uh, a notebook out with the timeline of the movie, and we were gonna <laughs> like try and map out exactly what went down and like what time periods everything went down because it goes back and forth a bit, and um, it, so it's like. I don't know, just the discussions from it were, like, just really yeah. fun to have, still trying to figure it out, because uh, it feels like something you can figure It's not like where you're you're overwhelmed, but not by, like, oh, I, I will never be able to figure this out. It's just, like, it's a lot, and you know you can figure it out if you just map out the timeline well enough and just think think through it. It's like a puzzle, and, like, you know, just figure it out, and it's, what once I see it a third time, I feel like my 85% understanding is going to go up to at least 95, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really, uh, I don't know. I, you could complain that he made it too confusing and that has warrant, like that's justified 
because it's i mean obviously the concept itself can be confusing watching it in execution and then the like the spy storyline in general that like goes along with it probably could have been a bit simpler or at least explained a bit better with less thick accents um so <laughs> i mean it's you could say that but at the same time like i it's it's just fun to talk through and figure out yeah um no spoilers but there is a moment that is probably halfway through the movie that was like an oh shit i just figured out what's about to happen i cannot wait i literally put my hand on my head i know exactly what moment you're talking i literally was like oh my god (laughs) and like my it's it's It's, like your mind moment your mind really melts yeah i i i turned to my girlfriend i was like oh shit i know what's about to happen and sure enough i it was it was great lots of Lots of great moments. So, Zach, uh, are we ready for our Nolan rankings? Yeah, how do we want to do this? Do we want to briefly talk about um, the movies after? Or do we want to, like, both... Maybe, maybe, here's... This is, I think this is how we should do it. I think we should both go... Uh, maybe, like, you, you, you do your 10, I do my 10, you do your 9, I do my 9. Okay. And then once we both set a movie, once we both set it, then we can briefly talk about it. Like, really That briefly. sounds good. Yeah. All right, okay. you go. Okay, yeah. you go. You're you ready for this, Brian? Your favorite director's filmography ranked by your two best <laughs> podcasting buddies. Yeah, I'm stoked. Let's go. <laughs> Our number one fan. All right, uh, okay. you want to go, Jake? You can start. Actually, I haven't seen Following. Let me just preface by saying that. So wherever that is, I won't be able to comment on it. I'm gonna try and see it. Okay, I haven't seen it. So give me your. I guess I'll say. Okay. This is a. I, I hate doing it this soon because I'm, I'm just going to go in it. My number 11, Tenet. God now, I want, <laughs> I want to preface I, all of. I gave Tenet a 7 on Letterboxd. I adore all of Nolan's movies, so all of them are very highly rated just because it is at 11 on arguably my favorite director in movies, so it's not that much of a thing uh, to put it there. But. I mean, we just talked about it a bunch. The biggest thing is I think I, I don't care for any of the characters and the the, uh, the the sound not being there really just really sucked for me. So I think I do need to uh, re-see it to give it a full a full official rank, but that's where I put it. I just think, I think the plot itself, the actual machinations of what's going on aren't that interesting. I think visually it's super interesting, the mechanic is super cool, and the action is the, the best of all of his movies, but... Overall, I think a lot of his movies hit better beats. And then I guess I'll say my number 10 following. Um, yeah, you he, can talk about that. I mean, this this I movie it. feels it feels like a college project in a, in like, wow, this dude's going places. Um, it's like 90 minutes long. It's black and white. It just follows. You follow a man who's kind of obsessed with following people. He just like seeing what's up in their day. And it was nice to see Nolan do something so small scale after all his stuff has become pretty fucking huge in terms of just grandiosity. Um, it's very good. I'm very twisty. Like most Nolan movies. Um, yeah. What's your number 10? My number 10. Uh, and I guess I should preface, preface this by saying this is the only one I've, or I guess one of the only two I've only seen once probably do a rewatch and I, I do like them all let me say that too i do like them all so i do like this movie but uh i guess insomnia would be my 10 the al pacino uh robin williams one yes yeah so that's my dude, 10 dude. and i guess once you say once you say, like once we repeat one with each other's listen we'll talk okay. about it i guess so you can say you're not got it my nine is batman begins mm. 
Fascinating. Okay. What is your number nine? Uh, my number nine is Memento. Well, we're about to be able to talk about Memento because my number eight is Memento. Wow. Brian, um, you see Memento? Oh, I saw some of it and walked out. Wow. <laughs> it was for a film class. And I, it was for a film class. I just wasn't vibing. Did not give a wow. shit, so I walked out. Walked out mid Just didn't give a class? shit. It's a big, it was a big theater. You know, it was like a big amphitheater. Mm, okay. so, I, so I just bounced, honestly. You know, I, you know, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I kind of regret it because I'm like, maybe I should have seen Memento. But you know how it is. You know how it is. My time's valuable. I don't, I don't have Brian, time for Memento. Brian's just not a tattoo guy. He wasn't the target audience. The, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I think they're sinful, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're sinful and like disgusting, like. Yeah, I think they're terrible, man. Yeah, fuck your tattoo, Zach. Yeah, if you uh, have a tattoo, I think, yeah, I mean, that's... I, wear, I don't honestly, wear just cut tops I, I, anymore. I don't, let anyone, I, I don't let anyone see it. Cut out Zach's audio from this point on. We don't want to talk to people with tattoos. Honestly. Whoopsie-daisy. Uh, Memento, I, I think I maybe had too high expectations going into it. Um, I watched it this summer for the first time. I don't think... I was in love with any of the characters, similar issue to a lot of his movies. I think the uh, the the mechanic is cool, going backwards, though I think it gets tedious at a point because I, like, we start a new portion of the movie, like a new f- four-minute clip, and I'm like, ah, I don't really care what's happening in this four-minute clip. And then I, I'm just kind of out of it. Um, I don't think the the mystery is quite as driving as it should be, um, but it's still a great movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, like I said, I've only seen it once, and like I, I don't know if it'll hold up on rewatch exactly the same way I felt about it the first time, because like I mean I don't know. There, I like the gimmick. I mean, what is it? you you just go backwards to solve a mystery, and yet it's I think it's impressive that you go back. You you literally start the movie at the end of the mystery, but it is you imp- still yeah. have intrigue going back to see how it started, and there's still a twist at the end of it that's like wow, okay, that's good. Uh, I mean, it has moments that like, oh, holy shit, like, oh, like he has a tattoo that's like, don't, don't talk on the phone when he's been talking on the phone for half the movie and he just fucking saw his <laughs> tattoo that says don't talk on the phone. And it's like things like that. I think my favorite moment in the movie, it's not a spoiler. It's just like he, he's running and he's like, I'm running. And like he's thinking in his head. He's like, why am I running? And he's like, and he sees also another guy running. He's like, am I chasing him? I guess I'm chasing him. And then the guy like. He turns and the guy's running at him. He's like, oh, no, he's chasing me. And then he turns around and starts running. And it's like, okay. It's like things like that. I think it's fun. It's like Guy yeah. Pierce. Yeah, I don't mean it. Like you said, I don't care about the characters that much. But it's it's a gimmick movie. But it's a cool gimmick. And it, it works for me well enough. What is your number eight? My number eight is Batman Begins. So, yeah, I guess like, like kind of what Jake said earlier, the action in the movie, uh, shitty just bad action yeah um, it's bad it's just the editing bad action bad um you know but the parts that work are cool you got some cool bruce wayne moments i think the whole plot of him uh, about to kill joe chill his like the guy who killed his parents that mm-hmm. that plot line works really well and his his relationship with rachel i think works well enough even though katie holmes i don't think is that good of an actress uh at least not yeah she's fine yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen it much else. Either way, she doesn't. She's, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is better in Dark Knight as Rachel. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it sets up my favorite movie ever, which we'll get to later. Oh fuck, spoilers. My bad. List spoilers. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but 
Let you all knew anyway. It's fine. Um, but yeah. it's. I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, Liam Neeson's cool. Ra's al Ghul, that's a dope villain, I think. Uh, and the whole League of Shadows. I think the movie, the first half of the movie, is definitely better than the second half, in my opinion. That It's weird, because usually, like, in superhero origin movies, like, the origin stuff's pretty boring, and you just wait to get through it to, like, the actual stuff, where... With this one, I think, actually, the origin stuff is way more interesting than, like, once he becomes Batman, the stuff that he does, you know? Like, I think all the... I would agree. Preliminary stuff and the League of Shadows shit, love all that. Um... Overall, cool movie. Sets up great trilogy, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, action, bad. He just gets better. Christopher Nolan definitely got better with the character and with the editing and just how to handle the story with the with the other two ones in the series. Yeah, I I think Scarecrow is awesome. I think Ra's al Ghul is awesome. I think he nails. I think he nails the villains pretty well in all three movies. I do agree. Yeah, action's not great. First half is. It is weird that the origin story is. The origin half is actually better than the second half. I don't think the build to the uh, city-wide uh, destruction is. I, I didn't. I don't think it. It works all that well. Um, but still, a good a good starting point. <laughs> the narrows, uh, is like the, the na- stay out of the narrows. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Like the the poor. Part uh, my of okay. My number seven, The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. What is Ooh, yours? Yes. My number seven, sorry, Brian, Dunkirk coming in at number seven. Brian's what? one Christopher Nolan movie that he likes. <laughs> yes. I, uh, hey, I like uh, I like the Batmans. Uh, I don't know. I mean, num- I guess to go with it. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I forgot our system. You go. No. Ahead. I mean, we can talk about it because my number six is Dunkirk. So. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I'll, let me say this, first of all. Some of the most tense scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Like, some of them, the, like, the, the first, the opening scene of the movie with the fucking papers dropping in, that's like you are surrounded with the music coming in, like, that's tense as shit. So that's really effective. That scene when they're in the boat and the tide's coming in and they're getting shot, like, like the Germans are using it for, like, target practice or whatever, and they're trying not to scream, that's one of the most tense scenes I've seen in any movie. Um... You know, again, you don't care about the characters, but I guess that's, he wasn't really trying to make us care about them. And it's a cool victory movie for the Allies in World War II. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm just, I get more invested in the movies that I have higher. But nothing against this movie. It's pretty awesome. Saw it a few times, you know. One of those Nolan movies made for the IMAX. Really dope shit. My dad hates it, so I had to put up with <coughs> complaining about it. And I've had to explain the gimmick that it's... It's another gimmick, which is cool, though. I like gimmicks, whatever. It's like, you know, you have the three different stories that take place over three different spans of time. I like that, but my, my dad Wait. is unable to comprehend that. What movie is this? Dunkirk, Dunkirk dude. The plane storyline okay. takes place over an hour. The boat storyline takes place over a day. And the, the soldiers on the beach take place over, like, a week. So yeah. it's three storylines that take place over different points in time told, you know, they're edited together. Okay, I zoned out. I zoned. I thought you were talking about Cloud Atlas. I'm like, no, no, not at no, all. no. Nolan did not. He couldn't have. <laughs> um, Dunkirk. Sorry, zoned out. No, you're good. Uh, all I really gotta say is, I think Dunkirk is like the definition of a spectacle event. He is just trying to put you in there with the soldiers. He is not focused on character at all, which I think is great and it works for that movie. Um, score is amazing. Uh, Hans Zimmer kind of perfected the whole, I'm going to go, go to the, the tick of a clock to really give you that anxiety. Um, it's, 
arguably Nolan's prettiest movie. Um, great. Love it. Let me, let me ask this question before we move on about Dunkirk, just because I want to compare similar movies, and I've had this discussion with my father and my, my, you know, my brothers and shit. What do you like more, Dunkirk or 1917, Jake? Dunkirk. Wow. I'm a 1917 guy, but they're both dope. All right. Uh, who goes next? Is it you? Right, yeah. Did you, um, my... did you just say you're six? Yeah, sorry. You got to oh, give your six. No, no, that's me. My, okay. My six is Tenet. Um... So let me just say this. I mean, I think if I only saw it one time, I'd probably have it at like nine or ten. So it definitely jumped up having seen it again with the understanding jumping up and you start to really process the plot more and the gimmick of it. It, it, it clicks harder with you knowing things going into it a second time that make more sense. Uh, so, yeah, just blew my mind. Again, characters aren't aren't super great, but they're not like bad, you know, but it, it's just the gimmick is so strong. And the action is so fucking cool that I can't I can't put it lower than this for me. Like it just really yeah. blew my fucking mind. So yeah, that's my six. Uh, my number five, Insomnia. Um, wow, I watched high. this movie for the first time. I watched this movie for the first time this summer. It is Nolan's most conventional movie in that there Pretty is no gimmick. He he did not write it. Uh, he is. It's basically a remake of I think a Swedish film. I think. Uh, it's from some other country originally. Um, I I like watching him do something that uh, doesn't have a huge gimmick and is more focused on characters and more focused on story. I think he he does a really good job directing uh, Pacino, who is fantastic. Williams, who is fantastic in this movie. Um, I I like that. I mean, there's a bit of a mystery, but it's not. You're not really guessing who it is. You they kind of reveal it pretty quickly in the movie, and you're just watching what what uh what guilt can do to a person and i think it's it is very affecting and very also very just entertaining to watch i like pacino a lot so that's my number yeah. five what's yours yeah i mean i saw i saw insomnia Insom- was my 10 but like again i like it uh i only saw it once so i'm definitely that's the one i definitely need to rewatch more than any of them uh it's you know again like jake said it's pretty straightforward and i think that actually it's actually pretty nice to have a Nolan movie that's pretty straightforward, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Pacino's great. Uh, the story is cool, and yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. It's like a, one of his his first three movies are pretty, like, noir-influenced, I guess, is what you'd say. And, like, the rest, starting with Batman Begins, just kind of, like, graduate into blockbuster movie territory, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is cool. Uh, I don't have too much to say about it. It's pretty straightforward. Robert Williams, that's was my biggest takeaway from it that it's really cool to see him. I mean, this is, is that, is that a spoiler to talk about Robin Williams in that movie? Or is no. That, yeah. It's cool to see him as a bad guy. Like that's, and it's not like a straightforward bad guy. It's a very interesting one. Uh, and that's just, I don't know. That's unique. I liked it. Uh, and I definitely should rewatch it. So was that your five? So it's my five now. Yeah. Interstellar is my five. Yeah. We're going to have to wait to talk about that one. <laughs> Brian will have some things to say. I'm sure. I definitely do. Uh, my number four, The Prestige. What is yours? Ooh, my number four is The Dark Knight Rises. Have you, you said that one, right? Yes, that was my number seven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This movie, for me, uh, got some highs and some lows. The lows is it's a, probably <laughs> his worst script. Uh, it's pretty messy. Uh, you know, it's got a lot going on. I don't know if I'm completely sold on the whole... Bane taking over the entire city storyline. Um, 
But you know what? He for the last movie in the trilogy, he like went all out to try and make the scale of it as big as possible for a Batman movie without making it fucking Justice League, and it I think this you feel the stakes by the end of it, uh, and you've got some fucking awesome moments, even if they don't make a whole bunch of sense. Like how the fuck did he get the perfectly shaped gasoline bat on the bridge? I don't care. Looks <laughs> awesome with the fire. Uh, it works. Um, Bane cool bad guy sorry francisco he's cool he's scary he's big and i could i'm honestly you're scared watching that fight with him and uh batman like and it's there's no music to it it's just the sounds of them punching and i think you can definitely see the improvement with nolan editing fight scenes from batman yes. begins to that fight scene in dark knight rises like that scene's intense it's not perfect it's still better in tenet but it's it definitely fucking works the bane batman fight scenes are great and honestly, it might be one of my favorite moments in the series is when Batman, or I guess he's Bruce at the time, like is about to make that final jump out of the pit, and the bats come out and like circle around him. It's corny, but it it for some reason it works really well for me. Uh, I, it gets me amped. So yeah, and then it also has the coolest I, line he has where he's like, "Tell me where the trigger is, and then you have my permission to die." That's the coolest thing Batman's ever <laughs> fucking said. So there's that as well. I was very cool. I second. Everything you said, um, action greatly improved. First Bane battle, uh, fantastic. I think that's one of the disappointing things for me in that movie is the the second half, like the second Bane battle between him and Bat, between Batman and Bane is kind of lame. It doesn't really build too much. It's crowded with so many things happening during daylight. It's not choreographed that well. Um, I think the for how kind of small scale the other two Batman movies are. This one feels really grand, and I don't think I... I know it is the final film, but I don't know if I love that. Um, but it is good. Um, I mean, the emotion, the emotion so Rian, hits, though, with Alfred. Like, it Alfred, does. like, leaving, that scene hits. Alfred crying it's funny that, over Bruce. It's funny like, that, that you bring that, that up. Works. In my Dark Knight Rises review on Letterboxd, I put... Um, I did put... I think I put Michael Caine as transcendent. And he doesn't have too much to do in that movie, but that he's scene got like three is scenes, incredible. But it's like he's got, he has to act more in those three scenes than he had to do in the previous two movies. And he's so fucking good in them. And then also yeah. just that scene, that first bank robbery scene uh, where Batman, he, Bruce returns as Batman and the lights all go out and you just like the cops know exactly what it is. And it's like, oh shit. Like that's like, that's an earned moment that's really fucking cool. Uh, and when he gets, a, he's completely surrounded by cops and he still gets away. That's dope to me. I don't know. It might be unrealistic. I don't care. It's a comic book movie. It's awesome. Uh, my number three, correct? Is what we're on. Yep. Yes. My number three is inception. What is your number three? Wow. Prestige. The prestige. Uh, yes. Uh, the prestige. I've seen this movie like three times now. Um, I think Bale and Hugh Jackman are incredibly exciting to watch. I think, honestly, of all the Nolan movies, these would be top two characters. Um, they Their rivalry and them going back and forth is one of my favorite things Nolan does in any of his movies. I think the, the building of not a gimmick, but a sci-fi uh, fantastical element ties in really well with this movie. I know some people don't love what happens, but I... I met I I love it. I think magic is inherently kind of a corny thing, but he makes it work. He makes it feel like real magic. Um I love this movie. 
Yeah. Was that what was that for you? Was that like your five or something? Number four. That was your four. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Prestige. Hugh Jackman's fucking great in it. Uh, I think he's better than Bale is. I'm not to saying Bale's bad, but I mean, I think Hugh Jackman's definitely the the best one in the movie. Uh, you know, you got some scenes that are really fucking work that are intense. Like it's not really a spoiler because it's in the first ten minutes. Christian Bale fucks up and causes a tragedy in Hugh Jackman's life. And like that scene is like hard to watch and it's it works really well and it kind of serves as like the drive for Hugh Jackman's character almost the rest of the movie. Uh, and you got a really good fucking cast too. You have Rebecca Hall and Scarlett Johansson and Michael Caine are, are and uh David Bowie. Isn't that David Bowie's fucking in it? Like yeah. that's really fucking cool. So I mean you got some cool twist moments and yeah, just watching that their competition is really it's just it's really engrossing, I guess is the word. Uh, so yeah, Prestige is dope. Again, maybe I had mixed emotions about the twist the first time I saw it at the end, but it's grown on me because you can see it throughout the movie, and it's definitely not out of nowhere when you watch it again. There's definitely hints of it the whole fucking time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, dope, dope magic movie. Love that. Okay, my number two, The Dark Knight. What Holy is your number two? Shit. Wow, you know what his number one is then, Brian. <laughs> 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 Wow. Yep. My number two, <laughs> my number two is Inception. The, you uh, know, the hit I paprika mean, adaption. <laughs> a lot has been said about this movie. We talked about it for a ton on an episode that uh, disappeared into the ether. Whoops. And we talked about it a bit on the next episode. Um, it, there's not too much to say that ours has been said about this movie. It's cool. Visually, it's awesome. Uh, characters are great. Uh great movie i mean i don't want i feel like people have heard enough about inception yeah yes. i mean inception <laughs> dope <laughs> i mean leo for me dope i know our friend john romer would disagree with that but i think he's cool in pretty much everything he's in uh maybe it's because it's the star power at this point maybe he's not even that much above average at this point but it's just the fact that it's him and i'm just sucked in because i'm a sheep <laughs> um but you know cool movie it's got the emotional stakes that you know some Nolan movies don't have like it's got the whole storyline of him trying to get back to his kids and his guilt over his ex-wife it's got all these cool fun sci-fi concepts that like really work for me and then it also has a scene with Joseph Gordon-Levitt you know whose character is pretty much just to explain things but he got the scene of him running down the hallway during a fight with the hallway turning that's all cool to me you know Um, I know Brian Brian had some pretty pretty fair uh, critiques of it that you know it takes place in a dream but yet the action is still pretty straightforward uh that's fair they might have been able to get more creative maybe add some more trains going through the middle of nowhere i'd like that yeah yeah um, zach one thing you said that caught my attention i don't know if i'd ever call my dead wife my ex-wife is that, <laughs> is that what i said yeah my ex <laughs> i don't know i mean when you frame a guy for murder <laughs> I think she became the ex on the way down. Um, so I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, all that works really well for me. Uh, then that fucking score time, Hans Zimmer's track time at the end of Inception, where he gets to see his kids again. It, fucking awesome! I got the hairs on my arm raising up when I watch it. So yeah, go dope. listen to the uh, Time LMFAO Party Rock Anthem YouTube crossover. Oh my god! I'm sure I will. Incredible. Perhaps I will. Uh, Zach, give your number one because I think we're going to have more discussion to have about mine. My number one is, of course, the greatest comic book movie ever made, uh, The Dark Knight. Um, you know, sorry, I'm a film bro. Um, it's 
it's I got the poster on my wall. Uh, it's fucking phenomenal. Obviously, Heath Ledger's Joker is so cool to watch in every scene. It's just uh, incredible. You know, I mean, like, what can I say about it that hasn't been said? It's, it's a story. I think it's fucking perfect. You got this perfect villain to to Batman that's you know he can't can't beat him beat him up. I mean, you can, but it doesn't do anything because like he doesn't care. He doesn't have anything you can threaten him with, which is literally what he says. It's like my favorite scene in the movie is that interrogation scene where Batman realizes there's fucking nothing he can do with this guy. Um, and, you know, he's a dog chasing cars or whatever. He would, like, that's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to come up with thing, new things to say about this movie when I've, you know, discussed it a million times. It's literally a 10 out of 10 for me. Perfect. Gets two things. I never, two I never things. not enjoy it. Two things to say about this movie. Uh, obviously, Joker, fantastic. Second, this movie after rewatch, it doesn't, it doesn't put down the the excitement. It is beat after beat, huge set piece, huge set piece that works. I mean, it's the hospital, the boat scene, the choose between the two, the chase highway scene. I mean, it it just doesn't let down, and that's why this movie Dude, is so good. That middle of the movie chase sequence with the truck flipping and like the bat pod dopamine <laughs> like it's fucking awesome. dopamine the pleasure centers they hit so yes, then they do. my number yes, they one do interstellar <laughs> oh boy that's All right, fine can i say something yeah, about i'm proud of you first let me let me say <laughs> yeah. this first uh first half i rewatched interstellar spent the extra two dollars to rent it in 4k not just hd because i thought it deserved that uh and so i rewatched it like a week and a half ago or something whatever it was and the first half of it, I would give a 10 out of 10. I think it's absolutely awesome. All the emotional beats hit. Matthew McConaughey is an underrated actor of our time. Go watch True Detective Season 1 if you haven't. And the second half kind of loses me a bit when they introduce Matt Damon. I'm not going to go into it with him a little. It slows it down a bit for me. Uh, and I thought it was kind of unnecessary. Um, I'm not saying Matt Damon's bad in it. I mean, he's Matt Damon's fine actor he's good uh it's just i didn't need it i think the stuff that worked for me in the first half should have remained the focus in the second half and she's the daughter is still in it and that 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 relationship is still you know the heart of the movie it's him trying to get back to her but i don't i don't know i feel like that's what really drew me to it to begin with and then they kind of add some other stuff in the second half that i think slows it down for me which is why it ended up more in the middle for me. It was like my number five Nolan movie. But yeah, visually amazing. Blew my mind. The Water Planet. Everyone likes the Water Planet. Even people who don't like the movie <laughs> like the Water Love Planet. the Water Planet. Water Planet, cool. We all like it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, cool. Don't know anyone who doesn't like him. Um, but yeah, cool movie. Uh, yeah, obviously I like it a lot. Um, it is my favorite score in any movie. Hans Zimmer knocks it out of the park. Um, I think this movie... I think this movie is paced really well. I know some others might disagree, but I think I think it plays out well. Um the water planet is dope. I think I think the Matt Damon bit works well because it I I mean, this movie's been out for 10 years, but I'll avoid spoilers. I think it is an important part to show of this type of travel and this type of sacrifice about what it can do to you and about what relationships and what connection with people means and how you need that. Um, I think it is Nolan's most emotionally affecting film. I think the post-water planet 
uh, conversations where he watches the recordings is incredibly yeah, impactful. That's the most emotional um, moment in any Nolan movie. That I was yes. like borderline crying rewatching that like the other day. Like that it, is it so works. intense. Yeah. Um. I mean, multiple moments. The water planet is great. The Matt Damon planet is great. The moment where he has to dock the ship while it's spinning, something I thought was tedious and long when I saw it in theaters on rewatch actually is kind of the coolest thing ever. Um, the I, I know that some people don't like the ending because the movie is very defined scientifically and then you get to the end and it kind of creates its own science. Um, I think it works. I think it is kind of cool. Um, I get if you don't think it's cool. Um, movie, visually beautiful. I'll stop. A lot of Nolan stuff. Great movies. Go watch them. Okay, uh, I think Inception's all right. I uh, I knew that the hand reaching out was people, so I've conquered the movie and I'm better than <laughs> it. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Brian, I knew it was people. I knew it was people. I knew it was people. Um, but did you know it was him? I mean, I had a feeling. I'm like, oh, that's just people in the future or something. So I knew it was just people from another time. You're smarter uh, than me. You know, yeah. <laughs> Wow, bro. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, shit, man. We still got shit to talk about. This has been going for a while. Uh, what happened to my hair? <laughs> Brian did up his it. hair. Brian has been slowly twirling his hair during this Nolan ranking until it became like... I can only take so much style. film. and I, So we're not talking about Busan. I can't fucking take no. it. Do they go on a train to get... Busan they go good. fast. What else Busan good. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it more next week. Um Two things that are critical to talk about. Okay. Three. Mario 3D All-Stars. Dog shit. Don't, not interested. <laughs> what do you think, Jake? What's your take? Uh, Zach, what's your take? I am a simp for Mario. Mario I am a simp for Mario, so I will, I will buy it. I will be the horrible consumer and spend $60 on three games that Nintendo put no fucking time into any effort. But it's fine. I'll buy it. It's not it. even Galaxy 2. Galaxy 2 isn't even there. It's not even there. I know. And then they have this dumbass, like, fake, like, they're doing the Disney Vault horse shit, where the it digital is. version is going off a of sale in March. It's insane. And you know what? I'll buy it then. Like a fucking idiot. They'll get me. I, but I, I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not interested in this at all. At all. I have a feeling they will offer it piecemeal after that date. Maybe. Maybe. And honestly, I'd prefer it piecemeal. I'd, I'd prefer to just have them all on my home screen than to have than to launch into a launcher, if that makes sense. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Does that make sense? I'd prefer gonna, to have them all lined up. I bet you'll be spending more than 60 though. No Galaxy 2. I, they're saving it. They're going to charge no 40, Galaxy 2. 40 for that later on. Zach, no Galaxy 2. Yeah, There's just I, no I, Galaxy I, I 2. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, because I, I haven't played that, and I wanted to play it. I wanted to ride Yoshi. I, I want to play as fucking Yoshi again. I, I want to really be Yoshi. Excited. I want to I I go on. I was excited to have the Yoshi runs, you know? I didn't, never yeah. got a chance as a child. But I'll settle for uh, replaying the first one, and then hopefully they eventually make the second one. I don't know. I don't. I yeah. don't know how this works. So, I don't know if, yeah. if that's like something they'll do down the line if they haven't. They might. It yet. They could do it. Maybe. I mean, it seems like a lot of people were clamoring for it online. So maybe they see that and yeah. be like, "Oh, maybe we will do that." I don't know. Uh, I'll pay for it if I'm they just, do it. But I'm probably gonna pay for Mario yeah. Galaxy and 64, and then not play them because that's what I do with with Switch games. What about Sunshine, bro? I don't give a fucking shit about Sunshine. <laughs> nice, good one. take, good take, good take. Yeah, cool jetpack. No connection Whatever. to the GameCube whatsoever. Yeah. What's so, the other two items on the agenda? I had a 64, then I got a yeah. Wii. I never had the GameCube. I, 
I just don't get it. Like, it's such a bummer because, like, they put no sh- effort into it. Like, okay, they put effort, whatever. They didn't put any work into it. No, they didn't. And, and like, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, they're getting these full full ass remakes. I'm like, that looks great. I'd, I'd I, like if Nintendo could do that. Perhaps. I didn't expect. I think I would rather have these honestly paced out over the next six years if each one was going to be a full remake. Yeah, or I just don't. give me a 64 full remake. And then give me a better HD upgrade of Sunshine. And honestly, Galaxy just, it's fine. Just give me some, no live, Galaxy give me some live action remakes of these Mario games. Yeah. You know, just get it. <laughs> Go Disney. Just give me Nintendo, live hire games. this man. This is what Mario will look like money. in 2014. <laughs> it works. We love them. We um, them. Number two on the list, it's quick. Uh, Got a high school. I remember I talked about it in the past briefly. It's an anime on Crunchyroll. Just really good fight scenes in that show. Like, the best fight scenes I've ever seen in anything. Wow. And episode 10 was so good that every episode leading up to it could have been dog shit and it would still be worth watching the entire thing. So good. There's a guy and he just has like a box of weapons and he's just like pulling out a spear, throwing it, pulling out a bow and arrow, shooting it, dropping it, pulling out an assault rifle, shooting it, dropping it. It's fucking incredible. Madison didn't like it. In fact, she was so unimpressed by it that she said, if I ever thought anything she made was cool, to let her know so she could undo it. Um, <laughs> so that, but it was so fucking, incredible. what an incredible, incredible quote. Uh, yeah, it, it really hurt. <laughs> But yeah, got a high school. I honestly think everyone should watch that just for the fight scenes. In fact, skip episode four because there's no fight scene. Like honestly, like the story is so unimportant to me that you can skip episode four and enjoy it. Holy shit, the fighting is so. Episode one has such a good fight scene in it. Watch that. Uh, number three, Crusader Kings three. Uh, incredible game, folks. Love it. They made Crusader Kings for normal people. The original was like an Excel, like it was like a poorly laid out Excel spreadsheet that you're trying to learn that was also having sex with your wife. Uh, just a painful experience. Crusader thing, Crusader Kings three though, I'm able to enjoy it. So let me set it up, guys. Crusader, it's like a Game of Thrones game. Like you're 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 controlling your guy, and you have your house, and you have these other houses. You know, I'm playing as Ireland, and I got a wife, and I, I have like eight kids over the course of like four years. I'm like, this I seems do. odd. <laughs> then it finds out she's fucking somebody else and, and he's oh. impregnating my wife and I'm like damn oh, this is bad no. so I, I and he keeps doing it I keep saying hey can you not fuck my wife and he says no and he keeps having <laughs> sex with my wife and it hurts it hurts it really hurts um, and I didn't want him to have sex with my wife my anymore wife, and then he says no yeah so <laughs> the audacity so I set out a scheme to murder him to have him assassinated right and over the course of this investigation I found out half my kids are not mine uh, so, so it just kept taking else. Did you and then, then the put f- out in a, uh, a order to kill your non-kids? No, no, because I needed them. They, they were mine. They were basically mine. I just keep them. Just keep them around. Uh, and then uh, it comes to the time to kill them. And it's like, hey, we're going to put spiders in his bed and kill him. Do you want us to do that? And I said, yes, assassins, I do. And then they put in a bunch of poisonous spiders in his bed. And then my wife went to go fuck him again, and she got bit by the spiders and died. <laughs> and he's still alive. <laughs> Uh, and then another time, I think this is like this guy's great great grandson. Uh, and instead, but this guy was gay, uh, so he he wasn't making kids at the rate, and so he didn't have an heir. So I was just begging, I was just desperately wanting someone to fuck my wife, and it would give me the notification like something seems wrong with your wife. Like, do you want to talk to her about? It? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I got three kids, and I'm like, I don't I don't even care. I don't even care who they belong to because I got an heir. That game is really good. It's on Game Pass. Oh, uh, so I mean, it's just a, a fun game to play. to just chill out too. I mean, man, I'm just sounds like it's gonna hurt me though. 
It, it might hurt you. It's like a Game of Thrones game. Trigger Zach, warning. when the mod comes out. for anyone who's had, had who found out their <laughs> wife has had illegitimate children, you know. Four of them. Literally half of my kids were his. I'm like, oh, that explains why I had so many. <laughs> explains why I have eight kids. You gotta roll with the punches, man. Double the fun. That game's really good. I'm really enjoying that game. Imagine, uh, imagine knowing you have one chance at life. You get one life, and then your wife has four illegitimate children that you raised and paid for. It, it might hurt. It, it would hurt, honestly. I mean, like, my favorite kid was not mine. Oh, man. But I just didn't my announce it because I still wanted them in the bloodline because they were so dope. Uh, so that's a great game. I honestly, it's so normal. It's such a normal game. I mean, like, uh, the Crusader Kings 2, I cannot overstate how dog shit the UI was. I'd almost call it counter. It, it, it was painful to play. I couldn't do it. Crusader Kings, Crusader Kings 3 makes, like, broad leaps in that developer. It, it, it has a tutorial, and it works. So congrats to Paradox for doing it. Uh, that's my three, I think. I also have a recommendation, but I'm saving that for five minutes from now. Are we ready for recommendations? Are we? I, th- I, I think mean, so. I got, I got nothing else to fucking say, man. Uh, yeah, recommendation time, baby. I'll uh, start. Yeah. Yeah, I have an anti-recommendation. Uh, don't watch Crash. I had to watch for class that movie <laughs> garbage. Uh, that movie, Didn't that win no Best wonder- Picture? Yes, it won Best Picture 2006. No wonder we are where we are in 2020, that that movie was seen as progressive and helpful. Uh, that movie is a racist piece of garbage that doesn't progress anything. Uh, and then my actual recommendation, uh, an uh, instrumental album by Max Richter called Voices. Listen to the voiceless mix. That's it. I guess I'll go. Uh, man, I always just kind of ad-lib these because I always forget that we have this segment that we do every single week. And I, I do too sometimes, somehow. but I was actually plotting it out while you guys did your... Uh, what did I do? Chrissy did Nolan. This week, right? <laughs> uh, this week I watched Black Christmas, uh, 1974 uh, film. Uh, it good. You can... It's like, you know, a lot of people think Halloween, say Halloween launched the slasher genre or whatever in 1978. And Halloween is by all means a better movie than this, but this came out in 1974 and does a lot of things that Halloween does just better, or Halloween does it better. But like, it's cool. Probably watch it around Christmas time though, I guess, given that it's a Christmas movie. Um, you know, pretty straightforward. There's a maniac uh, hanging out in the attic of a sorority, and you know, you know, girls will go upstairs sometimes. Doesn't go well for the ones who go upstairs. <laughs> You know, these uppity women upstairs. going upstairs. <laughs> they do be going upstairs. They get sometimes. what's coming to them. That's what I say. <laughs> stay on the main floor, and nothing bad will happen. Women. That's the message. Women were made to stay on the ground. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> that's yep. why whenever me and my wife. Go, that's why whenever me and Madison go on vacation, she drives, I fly. <laughs> Deeper level. There you go. Um, yeah, good movie. Uh, I had to rent it. It's not streaming anywhere, so I guess this is just kind of pissing in the wind. No one's going to rent this, but I like it. So if you like horror movies, it's it's one worth watching. Okay. Um, my recommendation is a Netflix thing that I watched with Madison. It's an anime, folks. Uh, but I found it incredibly interesting because it felt like it was... Uh, Felt like it was made by like Westerner, like by Americans. It's uh, it's called The Great Pretender. <gasps> Jake, you reacted. I reacted because I read an article about this, and Brian, for the first time in anime, piqued my interest. 
Yeah. And it's, I, it, and hearing you when you were like, oh, it seems like it was written by Western audiences. I kept getting more excited, hoping that the answer was great pretenders. So you, I, I cannot recommend it highly enough. Like it, I went in, I'm like, oh, this seems good. And the first episode was like, all right. But like, I didn't realize going in that it was kind of like vignettes, not vignette. It's like th- it's broken into like three parts. It's about a uh, Japanese con artist uh, being basically abducted by a French con artist to con the uh, basically kind of like a Harvey Weinstein stand in who's also like a mobster. And they basically go it's in Hollywood and they go to Hollywood and they're doing all these they're doing these scams. And then they then they <laughs> then they uh, it, it's just it's really enjoyable, like watching the scams and like. I, I it shot like the the shots feel like Western in a way. It, it's very it has like a lot of Western references. Like he basically in the first part he basically needs to pretend to be a drug scientist, and they're just like, oh, just pretend you're Walter White. I'm like, oh, weird. Hey, <laughs> I, I know that one. I, I've seen this one, uh, but I cannot recommend it highly enough. I really really enjoyed it. Like the, I think the second case, it's called Cases. Uh, the second case I think is like the least interesting of the three, uh, because basically just, I, the, the antagonists don't have a great reason to hate them, but, uh, part one and three have like great antagonists. Uh, just, you're, you just, lo- you just love to see them get conned. You know what I mean? So I highly recommend the great pretender. Uh, I, the fourth part is coming out at some point. I don't know when the release schedule was very weird looking on Wikipedia, uh, but yeah, I highly recommend The Great Pretender. It's very... The dub. I mean, a lot of English dubs are not... Uh, I mean, most are good these days, but I think this is the best one I've ever I've ever heard. Like, the best English voiceover I've ever seen. Uh, so I highly recommend The Great Pretender. Like, I cannot recommend it enough. It is super, super good. I loved every minute of it. Love to hear it. All right. Um, all right. That's it, I think. Have a good yeah. week, folks. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, just re-listen to every episode of the Content Cube. <laughs> do that. I'm thinking, do that. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. That'd be that'd be that'd be huge. That'd be huge. Be big for our bottom line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, okay, I'm recording now. It looks, I am yeah, also that is recording. recording audio. So this is terrifying. Audition looks so legit and cool, but like I have no <laughs> idea what I'm looking at at any given point. I mean, you yeah, have been using GarageBand for yeah, I know it's GarageBand so the majority of the episodes. I mean, wow. the hope would be that Audition shouldn't have issues, but that is the hope. I'd still, I still want you recording sure. into your uh, my phone into your into your phone. Yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah, I need to start doing that. Yeah. I keep forgetting. I did not do that the last episode. Um. Yeah. So I've been Excel. You know, you guys haven't heard of it. Neither did I. Uh, Excel spreadsheet RPGs. It's kind of like. It's kind of like D&D, but like I'm playing it with some people from from a place. And Do you know these people? Yeah, I know them from uh, my Stellaris campaign okay. that I was playing. 
And it's just, I'm looking at this Excel spread. I've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, like maybe two months. But this, it, it's just all in Excel spreadsheets and talking to this guy. It's very fun. It's the most fun I'm having right now. How does this work? Or should we just save this? I feel like we should save this for the, the pod. I mean, why, not just, uh, why not just put this in the pre-show? I don't fucking know. That's man. true. Let's just, let's just talk. Cold open. You know, I love Saturday Night Live. Um, d- d- <laughs> d- they, they, so, I mean, how's it work is like, we're all playing different kingdoms and we're all playing different characters. It's kind of like Crusader Kings, but, uh, if you have any frame of reference for that, you must have some, right, Jake? I, I saw that it, uh, got incredible yeah. reviews. Yeah. Too. I can talk about that too. I can talk about that too. Um, I'm playing the hell out of that, but yeah, I mean, we just kind of all talk in a discord and I actually set up a bot like a discord bot so we could send letters to each other because there's a whole interception mechanic where like a spy can, it's just a whole, it's a whole nightmare. And I know none of them listen to it. Uh, but I've basically set up like, I mean, we're basically, it's like, unlike a video game, there's no coded limits. The limits are like what the, uh, what the DM like will allow. Yeah. And he has allowed me to create a fake NPC that everyone thinks is like an NPC assassin guild. Like the, (laughs) Brotherhood, like the Assassination Brotherhood in Skyrim, uh, but it's run by me. So I'm just scamming people left and right. They all think it's an NPC that they're talking That's to. Incredible. They all think he's playing it, but it's actually me. I'm scamming the fuck out of him because, like, yeah, I don't want to part with fourteen thousand dollars, but like, it's not going to anybody, but it's going to me, Jake. <laughs> some dude, tra- some dude paid me to kill myself, so I faked my death. It was beautiful. This I've never heard of this, but this kind of sounds incredible. Yeah, like people make all kinds of crazy shit just in Excel spreadsheet because it's like there's shit where it's like, oh, if you change this value, this will this graph will change, right? Yeah. In Excel, so it's like pretty easy to like set up a just like a way to like keep track of stats and stuff. It's very fascinating. It's it's better than Stellaris. Stellaris was a nightmare. I'm not doing this. Everything that went wrong in Stellaris did go wrong for the, like the past two months of my life. Yeah, because why did you guys stop? What happened? Well, I mean, what happened with Stellar? I mean, I'm, they're doing another campaign, but me and some other guy. I'm taking a break because I'm just tired and, you know, school. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, every every game there was like a desync, so we'd like rehost it and like get 18 people back into the game. Uh, rules would be like broken kind of because like, like disputable, right? Because they're like house rules. Yeah. And every game something terrible would happen. I just remember the last game, me just like, me and some other guys just wailing, just like just getting so pissed in one of these chats. <laughs> and I walked out to go get a snack, to just like get some fucking reprieve from this nightmare that was the Stellaris campaign. And I don't know if I told you guys this, but Madison looks at me and she says, get back in there. Like I'm like a deserter in World War II. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is Madison in the campaign? No, she's not. Like she okay. was just out there watching something and she just, she was playing Rune Factory 4. And she just okay. looked at me and said, get back in there. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> No more. <laughs> but yeah, Thrones of Ashmere, which is Ashmere, yeah. There's no more Throne of Ashmere. We got rid of that player. He was real fucker. I'm going to send you guys a meme that re- that reminded me of. <laughs> Let me find it really quick. It's so good. Are we all recording right now? Yeah, I'm yeah. recording. Perfect. Oh, yeah. For, Perfect. I can go on that Saturday Night Live. Uh, all right. Where's the meme? Let me pull up voice memo.
You know, I will say if uh, if any of the people that play that game with me are for some reason listening to this specific episode, don't fucking narc on me, okay? <laughs> you, you want to talk about the scams, the scam I've been running? Please come to me. But this is this is out of character knowledge, as the kids say, Jake. Kids I will make that. sure to not. Yeah. If these fuckers come you. for me because they listen to this episode specifically for some reason, like that—that's so much planning and prep work down the drain. It's just—it's <laughs> so tragic. I mean, the best—the best part would be if one person listened to it and instead of revealing you, they got in in it with you. I, I do have one person that's in it with me because I needed to flex. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I needed to tell someone my impressive scam. I mean, one guy, someone was paying to kill him, right? So I told him, I'm like, hey, someone's paying to kill you, but you can pay us to fake your death. It's, it's truly incredible. I just love, I love pulling scams and nothing is, nothing is better at flexing your creativity than something that's not coded. You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't have even gotten that far in Solaris or Crusader Kings. It's impossible, but they, they just don't even think I'm real. They think I'm an NPC when I do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How's everyone's day been? Zach, where's the meme? I sent it to you in the sna- in the in what in the, sh- in the Snapchat. Okay. You need I'm the audio. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the audio since I'm currently recording voice memos. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good, Zach. Oh, I wonder if that <laughs> fucked up my voice memo. The, the pre-show is oh. ruined. Oh no. No, he's still going. He's still going. Mine's going. I need to turn the gain all the way down. Uh, I don't know, man. Am I sound okay? Yeah, I sound okay. Zach, that was funny. Thank you. It was very funny, Zach. Very funny. <laughs> it it didn't mess up my voice memo, so all good. Are we going? Yeah, ready to clap whenever. Man, I, man, it is I was in a voice noise. call. What did they fucking say about me? Hold on. Like Bro, this this Nolan ranking is borderline crapshoot for me. I mean, they're all so close. Bad. <laughs> like they're all like right on the same tier almost. Like literally all of them almost. I have my uh my list pulled up whenever you get to that part of the show. Yeah, like I haven't seen I, the following or following whatever it is. Like I was in a voice call. I was in a voice call with my friends Saw and Molly. And Saw said I looked like the fifth beetle. <laughs> and then I put my hair back to hi- to fix my hair, right? And I, I put it back kind of like that. And then um and then Molly said I looked like uh, Jack Nicholson's character in The Shining if they made him look more like a writer. And I don't think I've ever taken like harder consecutive L's in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's ever called me like, you look like a writer. Fuck me, dude. That's terrible. It is. Uh, I feel like some people would take that as a huge compliment. Others, not so much. I am approaching uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, like a uh, man bun. I can almost oh. do it. I can almost do big punish snake venom. What the fuck is I can almost do big bosses. Uh, man bun from Metal Gear Have Solid. Have you not gotten a haircut yet? No, since? I got a haircut like a week before lockdown happened in Columbia. And I have not Why? done it since. 
Are you planning to continue to just wait it out? I mean, why not? Like, this is the time, right? It's such a good excuse uh, to yeah. not do it. I may as well grow it out, see how long it can go. Uh, or just shave it. Might just go bald. Thoughts? I mean, now is also the time to try that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking I grow are... it out to the point where I can do a man bun and rock that for 0.5 seconds. And then go bald. And immediately pull out my electric razor. <laughs> my single multi-purpose electric razor and shave every hair off my body. Okay, I was going to ask. I was like, will you keep the beard or no? I, yeah, I mean, that's part of the process, right? Like whenever I shave my beard, I want to keep the options open, right? Just <laughs> Just to take pictures for Snapchat. So I'm going up. I got the mutton chops or I'm doing the coconut and my girlfriend said she'll leave me or, or I do, you know, or I do like the iconic, like, just like, just like the evil genius, like goatee and mustache, do a curly mustache, all kinds of shit. So like if I'm shaving my head, I'm keeping the beard for like five seconds to look like uh, Max Payne from Max Payne three. Get the Walter White look in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, the facial hair. I mean, I might just keep, like, a little part of the forehead, just kind of get that baby swirl, look like a little big baby, look <laughs> like boss the boss baby, baby himself. <laughs> there we go. Jake, I'm, I'm actually, like, amped to hear your Nolan rankings, because I could not guess. I couldn't guess. Literally, like, I, <laughs> I have a guess, and they're all zero. They're all tied for last <laughs> place, because they're bad films. I'm excited. Let's get going. Let's hit this clap. Let's get right it to seems it. like Zach's trying to talk to me and tell me that my opinion's wrong, but I just can't hear him. No, this is God. This is God at work. Because art is okay. just so objective or subjective. Yeah. Or is it, wait, I don't know I mean, which one is which. God, we're not right? doing that again. We're I mean, the way that. it works, I, I don't know, because a lot of people seem to be confused about my takes lately on Twitter, in group chats. And all art's subjective unless I dislike it. And in that case, right. it's objectively bad. Uh, are we ready for the clap, folks? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, fuck. See, no, no, that's no, that's fine. That's fine. Because I remember that one time where I did the slow roll and I fucked it all up. So we're gonna do it again, clean. Well, Zach's gone, so Zach got up and okay. walked away. He just left. He was so pissed. I can't. I can't be said, sure, but I feel like when I got up to put my retainers in, I heard a three, two, one clap, and I'm just curious why that happened with me gone. Buddy, you really about to record with your retainers in? I always record my retainers in. I don't sound different. Oh my god! Do I? Oh yeah, I know they're like a limiter. Yeah, I know you can't take them off. You'll be too good. <laughs> I I don't know what Zach's status is for you, Brian, but it's a slideshow. It's slideshow, he, folks. It's a slideshow. <laughs> yeah, he's so like behind on mine. He yeah. was talking, and I thought he was talking away from the mic, yeah. but he just hadn't got there yet on my screen. <laughs> Zach, perhaps you should turn off your video. One second, let me turn I, off I, my I TV fear it. and see if that helps. So it's not streaming anything in my room. What are you streaming on your TV? I had the Cardinals game on, on mute. Oh, okay. I'm downloading a 500 gigabyte update for uh, my smart TV OS. I fucking hate smart TVs, dude. Like, they work for like a year and a half, and then like, they just stop updating them entirely. I... I think the funny thing about smart TVs is almost everyone has them at this point, but little people actually use them for that function. They yeah. just have a separate streaming stick or a yeah. gaming device or etc. It's going to be a hell of a pre-show. I mean, they won't even... <laughs> Hard to do a pre-show without an opening theme, which I have yet to procure. 
Let's do it. Yeah, let's we... Just, let's just get right into it. We need to clap still, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's what I mean. Let's clap. Okay, okay. let's do it. Three, two, one, clap. Yo, did you see Zach's video? Yeah, it's, uh, he's really fucking delayed. Zach, Zach, can you talk to me real quick? Yeah, I'm here. Nah. That was you're, an awful. You're, barely, you're like a ghost, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, what episode is this, man? 37. 